Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. I don't know why I thought of you talking first. This you... happens when we take a week off. Yeah. Which uh, was not by our choice. Uh, we forgot that we had uh, family over. Or you had family over. Yeah, it was my family. And it was like a week thing. And anybody that knows family time knows sometimes that can be chaos. So... It was a little chaotic. So we thought it would just be better to just wait a little bit, have a, a week regroup, and then go back into episodes. Because instead of trying to record with like 10 people in the house and stuff like that. So. Thus his room was occupied. Yes. Occupado. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to make it up for this week. Uh, we've given you three episodes in one. Yeah. So uh, today uh, we talk about a... Uh, I consider a listener submission episode. No, it's not it's, a listener it's a submission. Request. It's a listener request. They wanted to uh, for us to do a little bit of research on the subject uh, and then kind of uh, put our opinion on it and, and our viewpoints about it because um, it's something that this person definitely was intrigued by and wanted to s- just hear our opinion about it. So. Who was it? Sydney. Nice. Uh, yeah, today is all about uh, Raw, the Law of One, and everything surrounding it. Um, but that's today's episode. What are, what are news flashes for this week? So you're going to get this today, which you're listening to. You're going to get Shadow Walker Part 5 on Friday. And then uh, Dow Testimony episode on Saturday. And if I have to give any um, endorsement to uh, a listener submission story, now, I know we have the ones in the past from Barry and Mariah and uh, Mike and Christie's uh, testimony episodes of how we helped them. But uh, when, nothing against the others. But when it comes to Dow's, her situation, her story was very dire. And uh, you hear the emotion in her voice when she expresses her gratitude, uh, especially how everything was before and how everything is now. Yeah. After uh, we help her and stuff like that. So, And I think it's interesting, too, you also hear the perspective of Mike in that episode. Oh, yes. He's from, in there as well. Yeah. From Unknown Paranormal. Uh, we worked with him on this case. And, yeah, it's it's super intriguing, too, like, to hear, like, obviously us and then another paranormal team working together to help somebody, you know, using all of our assets to the best of the ability. Like, obviously, your ability, my ability, plus um, the unknown paranormals stuff as well to be able to help somebody so a great example of collaboration and like yes unity amongst other paranormal groups coming together using their best abilities to help somebody now i know i said before in shadow walker bar four i wanted to almost put a year but then i remembered when i recorded that in november of last year and between then and now a lot has happened uh, and there's a lot of context in Dow's episode that I need to do Shadow Walker Part 5 uh, in order for you to understand. Otherwise, you're going to be clueless. And normally, well, I don't know if Shadow Walker Part 4 had me in it. but um, No, you were in Part 3, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I will also be joining Isaac on Part 5 to kind of put yeah. my little two cents in. Uh, not much of Haunted Updates uh, other than us kind of working our abilities remotely in yeah. several different cases. Uh which nothing to nothing to uh, I don't know what's the word 
no, no, nothing newsworthy. out of the norm. Yeah. yeah, nothing out of the norm has. Well, I mean, it, happened. Well, out of the norm, but, but uh, some, yeah. some, some, some aspects I'm going to bring up in Shadow Walker Part Five uh, of these. What I have been doing, helping these people remotely and stuff like that. But nothing like major, like you know, taking down demons or anything like that. Uh, but on to uh, today's episode. Uh, now we were asked to do this and. To be honest, I had no freaking clue about this even existed, the whole Raw Law of One thing. And from what I've read and from what I've listened to, it's not a religion per se, but it's kind of in the aspects of becoming one. Because it has a deity, has a form, it has an uh, entire perspective, a way of living, as any other religion in the entire world has. It hasn't been recognized as one, nor has it been long around enough to be considered one. But it's almost like a spiritualistic form of way of thinking and um, surrounding raw, the essence of everything. Uh, according to Raw Law of One, raw is a um, supernatural being, possibly an alien from the planet Venus. Uh, this is where things get weird. That uh, is a fifth dimensional being on the higher ranks of existence. And we, and it kind of it falls in the same idea mindset that a lot of other uh monotheistic religions had in the past when it, there's one direct source of everything and everything comes from this one direct source now a lot of people talked in the past especially about the matrix or like this and that with different a thought processes of different religions like what if we are all the same entity looking at it at different perspectives right mm -hmm. that's essentially the raw a law of one it's essentially following down the aspects that we are all one entity separated in many forms, gaining different perspectives on this planet, and we have to either to ascend and return back to the source itself. Mm -hmm. And I think this is also interesting to talk about because when you talk about people like Dolores can like people that have followed Dolores Cannon's work, um, tend to tend to refer to this specific book, and the book itself uh, was the is a series. So the law of one material is a series of 106 conversations called sessions uh, between Don Elkins, a professor of physics and UFO and, and a UFO investigator raw mm. um, speaking through Carla Rutgert um, and raw states that it slash they are a sixth density social memory complex that formed on Venus about 2.6 billion years ago. Um, so anybody that's new, the whole, the whole idea of channeling is basically she gets put under kind of like a hypnosis state and raw comes through. A lot of the times in sessions like Dolores Cannon and stuff like that, you have where your higher self comes through. But in this case, it was raw. And essentially I want, I mean, I'm guessing you can channel anything through, uh, depending you know what I mean? Like any kind of being, if you choose, most people hire self. Um, I don't remember it said or not that did she find Raw or did Raw find her? Apparently, Raw sought out them specifically to deliver this message. Apparently, they there was a uh, TikTok that I watched that went into it because there's a lot of TikToks. And that's another thing to also mention is a lot of the TikToks that talk about Dolores Cannon's uh, practices and things that she found out as well also mention this book 
So, uh, like, Michael Armstrong, I think, had a couple of videos yeah. talking about this book. Um, and then there's another guy, I forgot his name at the moment, but uh, he also, he's, like, in the top five of those TikTokers that specifically talk about new age, I guess, new age, spiritual, yeah, like, past lives, like, that kind of stuff. And in the sessions, there's talkings about pyramids, UFOs, that kind of thing. So I, so it's kind of interesting just to hear that perspective, I guess. But we're not going through everything because no. that would take forever. Uh, and if you want to uh, learn more about Ravlon One, other than what we talked about today, uh, there is a whole podcast dedicated to it. That's at 152 episodes, still going, and each one is an hour long. So you can see why we're doing a short yeah. overview of everything we know, um, because uh, it would take forever uh, to try to get through it. Um, but we're just, you know, wrapping it up uh, in, a, in a short overview. So if you expect us to know everything <laughs> about this, uh, tough shit, because uh, we're not going to go through all that. Yeah, uh, it's a lot. Yeah. And lot. we're not dedicating this whole podcast to 152 episodes to um, something that like this. So. Um, but if I had to point you in direction, that'd be it. Yeah. So. And in probably in our episode description, we'll put the link because Sydney was kind enough to actually send us a link that broke down all of the different conversations. And um, like I said, the categories go from everything from balancing to um, like extraterrestrials, densities, earth history, energy centers, um, higher self specific law of one like things you should be doing during meditation positive and negative paths uh things on objects people pyramids raw itself um solar system history tarot like it's extensive ufos white magic like all of that it goes all into that um so yeah and this was done during, I don't think I even said this, um, but it's done during, it was done during the, the 1980s, um, different, different times. There was, um, yeah, from 81 all the way, there's countless sessions. There's over 106, like I said, um, and it spans all the way to March 15th, 1984. So three years of this sessions. Maybe yeah. That's why we're not. Yeah short go um but what is their edict of the law of one what is it what is it the law of one say let's say okay so this is actually coming from what was transcribed so i am raw the law of one through the through beyond the limitations of name as you call vibratory sound complexes may be approximated by stating that all things are one, that there is no polarity, no right or wrong, no disharmony, but only identity. All is one, and that one is love and light, light and love, the infinite creator. So it's basically like we came from source, and everyone eventually goes back up into source, or God, essentially. Raw. Raw. Yeah. Um, and you and I are of the same thing, but one TikTok creator said it perfectly. It was like, we are all, 
the same recipe but different ingredients. If that makes sense. You mean the same recipe with different ingredients? They all taste different. That's true. Maybe I said it wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe. No, we're all the same, same entity looking at different the same thing with different perspectives. I guess so. Yes. If you split yourself in many, many different forms, you all you're trying to gather as much information you can. Why here? I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of foundations of the Earth of why it's extremely perspective of gaining things, but that goes almost against Loris Cannon's idea of that. You keep repeating your life over and over again until your soul reaches a higher conscience in order to go to the higher dimension. Mm-hmm. Now, I can see why an alien enthusiast would even be extremely interested into this whole idea because being channeled by an alien that says, I am a high dimensional being that has existed forever from the planet Venus um, and here to give man uh, man peace of mind and help, it, and help mankind evolve to a higher dimension, right? Mm-hmm. Would you ask anyone in the spiritual world uh, especially in the um, spiritualism world, uh, about reaching a higher density, reaching a higher uh, consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in is it is it Buddhism, Nirvana? Yeah. Well, I right? know, I know. Hinduism. In a lot of the TikTok yeah. videos, a lot of the comments was because I personally don't know, like the Buddhism, like the Dharma Sorry, no. stuff. Hinduism with uh with uh, reaching Nirvana and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of people were comparing, like, in, in the raw law of one, like, when people would talk about it on TikTok, a lot of the comments was, um, like, oh, that sounds just like the Buddhism version of Dharma or something like that. So, I've never looked into that, that religion, like, Buddhism, 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 I don't know how to say that correctly. Well, yeah, I don't even see you what, what I'm Buddhism is kind of a branch off Hinduism, but Buddhist was an actual person. Yeah. That has perspectives and stuff like that that people followed and created a very peaceful, uh, idealistic mindset, which essentially became a religion. But Hinduism was essentially the one that had a whole reaching nirvana and a higher state of mind. You either reach back to the source itself, which I forgot the whole term name of, um, when it basically you reach a higher self, which that goes into a lot of different perspectives of a lot of different religions. Saying raw law one is a new concept is not true. It is almost an old concept rethought and reimagined. Now, what makes this extremely interesting is that it comes from supposedly an alien source. Now, there's always that theory that aliens are high-dimensional beings. This allows some proof to it. Now, if you don't want to look at it, the spiritual side of everything, you want to look at the alien side, that makes it just as interesting. Because this is an alien being that wants humanity, or at least the souls that are within these vessels, to reach a higher consciousness in order to reach up to it. More than any alien species has done before. Does it make Raw particularly different from all the other alien species? Or does it make Raw higher than them? That's an interesting question. Now, I remember listening to uh, different podcasts about it and stuff like that and getting a perspective on it. And they asked, one of the questions was asked of Raw, are you the Raw from Egyptian uh, Pantheon and stuff like that? And uh, it said, yeah. Um, But at the time... uh, Mankind was just early starting out, stuff like that, and they already had a, a pantheon of religions, where they had a, a pantheon of gods and stuff like that, and it kind of it kind of just put itself in that in there, and they already worshipped, you know, the moon, the sun, the sky, the earth. They had different gods for different controls of nature and stuff like that, which did help a lot because that's what the perspective of Ra was trying to get along is, you know, being one with everything because everything is one. So it kind of how 
Raw fit itself in there. Was Raw called Raw before? Probably not. It's probably called something else. But Raw was called Raw during that, and that came in kind of stuck. This is my 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 assumption because why would in the eighties this alien come back to humanity again, trying to teach the same thing over again, but then call itself Raw? Well, I remember reading in one of the spots of the book, it was saying that they originally came down once before, yeah. spread the message. Along the way, the message got misconstrued, and these three people, the Don Elkins and the Channeler and the Scribe, mm-hmm. were specifically chosen to channel through the message again because what they had said or what the message that they originally dropped off i guess i hate to say that that sounds weird but like like channeled through gave to humanity ended up getting misconstrued and then turned to something else and it wasn't correct so then they came back again through these three people and to retell the message to re-get it out in the correct way so, an alien species. There it is. I was looking for the headphone jack. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was looking for it before we were recording, and now it's right there. Anyway, my ADHD mind. You get distracted easily. Anyway. um, And now I just lost my train of thought. Damn it. Nice. Oh, okay. That's what I was saying. Uh, I find it interesting that alien species itself wanted to help humanity reach a higher self-consciousness. And it makes you think about other gods and other religions where the other alien species trying to do the same thing from different perspectives. You know, that that adds a question and a lot of other things. But what specifically about Raw is essentially creating a mindset of peace, love, and light, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's where I have a problem. And it contradicts everything that we know mm-hmm. of evil. Because we have combated evil for the last two years and have major impacts with it, with darkness and evil entities and negative entities, regardless of it's, you know, demonic entities, dark entity, human entities, elementals, primordial evil, witches, regardless of what it is. There's negative entities all alone. What does Raw have in mind for that? And there was an answer about negative entities. Because raw is everything, raw is also negative energy as it is is positive energy. But then the question was asked, well, how am I supposed to serve raw if I can't serve light and negative at the same time? Raw's answer with that choice is up to you. That is the problem with humanity is choice. You have to make the choice whether or not. So, But he says, even if I worship darkness, I'm worshiping you. Right? There's a contradiction. One entity can't be everything. Now, I'm not saying if you believe in this whatsoever, you're wrong. And I might be misconceiving exactly what it was supposed to be said. But that it contradicts what we know. And that's where the, you, you almost had me. You had me almost. But that one detailed difference of what we know from our perspective and, and stuff like that. And now someone's going to say, well, who the hell are you? They say anything against it. Just a guy doing stuff. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know uh, is out of this entire world. Whether you believe it or not, I have receipts from people who do. 
So, besides the point, that's where I was like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." Because I have uh, been at war with these things for a long time now, well, a couple years now, and you're telling me that, according to Raw, it is also the darkness I've been fighting, but also the light that's been on my side at the same time. So, fighting itself from two perspectives. That's where I'm like, I and don't that, know. And that's where it confuses me because a lot of the times people don't invite darkness in. It just, well, they do, but not purposefully. But know? that was asked. I was asked, like, mm-hmm. and it, uh, Rob basically asked the person, well, what are you doing to attract the darkness to you? Right? That There is some actually good points to that. Like, yeah. some people with negative emotions, negative thoughts, negative thought process, attract darkness to it because darkness is attracted to negative emotions, negative feelings. Yeah, the low vibration. But sometimes people are depressed states not by choice of their own. They get there because of outside source problems, either from other people or, or, or other aspects in their life that create that moment of depression, sadness, anger, and whatever negative emotions. And in that moment of weakness, that is when darkness attacks. It attaches itself, especially if it finds you anywhere. And feeds on that or finds a place that's vulnerable and then creates a negative environment in order to strengthen those negative energies to feed on that as well. The answer was asked, well, how do I repel this negative energy and stuff like that? Raul's answer was to basically say, I respect your existence and need to be, but I'm not about that. Simply will wishing it away. And from what we have learned, <laughs> that does not work. Yeah, because because yeah. we've seen people that have tried. Like there was uh, people that have reached out to us that needed help that have done everything from saging, banishing, in Jesus's name, get away from me. That has tried salt protection. That has tried everything you can think of. Brought in priests, brought in pastors, brought in stuff, and that still stays with them. So. In a 30-minute call with me and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I believe some people, depending if your, your willpower is high and your vibration is high, that could work for a little bit. But depending on the strength of. Well, that was another thing, is, too, is that it was basically saying that someone's will strength. Someone's willpower can create repellent for dark entities, which is true. But most people's will into belief of this stuff doesn't can't bother you also aligns with this stuff doesn't exist. Mm. Only a few people in the world who, well, I say a few people, but not a lot, whose will is so strong, but also belief is so strong at the same time, aren't affected by these things because they are, they can easily combat them easily. But what I have found, the deeper you search into the paranormal, the more you dive yourself or involve yourself into this world, the bigger target you put on your back. It's almost like a light within everybody. And the, the more you in-depth yourself into this world, the brighter that light gets, attracting everything around you, including dark things as well. Yeah. That's the one thing that was always told to me I mean, granted, I've, you know, had abilities my whole life, but one of the things that was told to me is that the more and more I embrace my ability, 
the lighter and lighter my light's going to shine. And like moths, you I mean, a light isn't going to say, you know what, lunar moths or, or whatever moths come over here. It doesn't dictate what moths come to the light. It could be any different types of moth that is attracted to light that will come to the light, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you'll have light entities that come and then you'll also have dark. Like as long as I can remember, there was I saw light spirits and I saw dark spirits. Like it just And it's not like like I always tell people people ask us like is your is your house consistently haunted and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's not by our our, our doing. Well technically it is not by our doing because we consistently go out there and pick fights. And no, I started this episode in a good mood, but you just farted and totally turned my mood into a bad mood. You know, I have to pause it consistently when you have to rip ass, but <laughs> no. you want to bring it up on me? <laughs> no, this guy farts will put you in a bad mood. Oh, there's, mood. there's edited out Megan farts. No, there's not. Yes, there is. There's a hole in that seat where you're sitting. I'm surprised the walls haven't caved in begging to be let out because... Of all the smells that you extrude out of yourself. This is why we have ventilation here. Okay, back to seriousness. Sorry. I didn't bring it up. You did. (laughs) I had to because that was atrocious. (laughs) (laughs) What was I saying? Picking fights. That's right. Uh, We consistently pick fights and, and things come challenging us at consistent war. Hence, we've had to put a numerous amount of shields and salting the ground more times enough that's probably considered a beach a lot of salt <laughs> on the ground. Um, because we have to consistently protect ourselves. Enough symbols and enough uh, I say talismans, but enough symbols in this house to well over protect us ten times over. But that's because we we're at consistently war and we've picked in a lot of fights. And then there is what's the problem. Gnosticism, which I've studied in, and if you ever want to branch out into other, not say dead religions, but religions that didn't get their limelight, you would say. Gnosticism is one that will really blow the perspective of everything out there. And if you're a devout Christian person, I suggest not looking up Gnosticism because that would really, let's say, piss you off, but it will blow a lot of things out of the water for you. But for everyone else who are particularly that curious, I suggest going into it. But this, a whole single entity creating everything, reminds me a lot of Gnosticism. Now, if you want to follow the timeline, Gnosticism came out long after Egyptian time. About a thousand years. No, about two thousand years afterwards. So, it could easily be influenced by the other. But would you expect a religion surrounded by one location? Mind you, the belief in the Egyptian gods was strictly to Egypt. Someone in China or someone in, in, in the old Germanic countries had no idea who Basat, Ra, or Anubis were. Had no freaking clue. And you're telling me, 2,000 years later, the same idea happens again? From influence from them. Right? I doubt anyone in Gnosticism knew anything about Egyptian belie- beliefs and stuff like that. So... That's why I said my problem is with the whole raw blah one thing. It's a great idea, great perspective to have, but peace and love is only acceptable 
um, when war is over. And if you want peace, prepare for war. That's a line from the Punisher. Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it stands true. It's like, if you want peace, prepare for war. Because one cannot exist without the other. So that's why I always expected if there's a source of light and all positivity, there has to be a source of negativity and all negative, right? All negative, all positive. Opposites of each other. Balance, yin and yang, right? Um, that's where I've landed more the perspective of things, right? There can't be just one thing of everything. There has to be two points of, of a different aspects. If it's all positive, there has to be all negative. And for what we've seen in this world so far, yeah, there's a lot of negative. Uh, one thing that the one session that I did find very interesting, and I would love to do an episode on just pyramids because, like, the paranormal side, the talk about pyramids because, like, there's pyramids all across the world. Yeah, yeah, and like even the like Egyptian pyramids, like, because there's some thing, there's some theories about like aliens and stuff. Evolving with the pyramids. Hey, Mexico had pyramids too, okay? Yeah, I know. It's super interesting to kind of... But uh, one of the things that was talked about was that pyramids could have been healing centers. Well, according to Raw, was healing centers. Yeah. So I thought that was super interesting. Um, And that in itself would probably take an hour to two hours to cover. So um, we'll probably maybe take chunks out of raw that they cover throughout like the rest of the year and into next year and kind of like cover it in different episodes and if it's um like we're covering an episode where we could mention what raw said uh, we'll bring that in and say that perspective as well because i do think some of the stuff was super interesting yeah um like i said they covered ufos they covered um like white magic they covered which I find interesting. Like I saw that, but it 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 was a lot to like read. And then like as you're reading, you're kind of like what on certain subjects. So I was saying we just give a short overview. But what we told you is we the gist of everything. If you want to go more in depth with it, uh, do it in your own time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's definitely resources out there where you can. Um, and I'm sure I'm pretty sure a lot of the podcast that are strictly on like spiritualism and, and new age religion and stuff like that um will probably cover it cuz like i said like michael armstrong he's talked about it um he's referred to it some other tiktokers that talk about it like that and one of the things that raw does talk about is different densities you know how we talk about different like first dimension second dimension third yeah. dimension like that they also talk about it um um, just to give you guys just a little bit of insight into that. So according to law of one, the first density is the elements. Second density is the higher plant and animal life. Third density is humans and other ET races. Fourth is positive and negative polarized. Fifth is light beings. Sixth is social memory complexes. And then seventh is approach to infinity. I just thought that was interesting. Because a lot of the times, because like when you start going into Dolores Canyon, you know, she talks about dimensions. We also talk about dimensions. There's interweaving of paranormal subjects with dimensions. And then, of course, essentially, the ultimate question to the paranormal is where do we go after we die? Right? That's essentially what you're trying to figure out. 
when paranormal investigators go and they they are investigating one of the questions they're investigating is well do we stay behind what do we do like what happens when we die and so i think it's interesting to dive into these subjects as well because i mean it's essentially kind of theorizing what could possibly happen when we die yeah well i think that wraps us up for today yeah but yes like i was saying if you were more interested into this uh the whole aspect of it, you can dive deep into it um i think it's we're all love one with uh gabriel luga he goes in deep diving perspective the whole podcast is dedicated to it and here's a shout out for him i doubt he even knows we exist so <laughs> also if you're listening to this and you get reading and there's a specific section that you would like us to cover or a specific opinion, like you want to hear our opinion more on maybe like their version of the UFOs and what we believe versus what's there and all of that, let us know because like I said, it's extensive. Yes. So if there's a specific part where you're reading it and you're like, hey, I'd like them to talk more about the UFO aspect of it. Or like I said, I'm down to do like a pyramid thing with an episode because I think and even paranormal activity around pyramids because I'm sure... I'm sure it's insane in Egypt, like going there. So, as always, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, stay tuned for uh, next episode, Shadowwalker Part Five and Dow's story, which I'll probably touch more on things in the Shadowwalker Part Five in the episode, of course. But as always, you can catch us uh, in our our socials at Hidden Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden the Shaw Six on Twitter, Hidden the Podcast Two on TikTok, or links to all our social media. And always, you can listen to us at HiddenShadowsPodcast.com. And as always. Catch your widows in the next one. Yep.